forward. Go forward in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Today's word was labeled perfect love driving out and replacing fear. Amen? Perfect love driving out and replacing fear. Can you imagine what it would be like to live without fear? So every decision that you made, every action that you participated in had absolutely nothing to do with fear. Giving out of your finances, giving out of your time, traveling throughout the earth, going here and there, uh, going shopping, going uh, ministering to people that you don't know. Can you imagine what it would be like to minister out of a place without fear? Amen? The devil is a liar. The devil is a thief, and he's a murderer. And whenever he opens his mouth, he speaks his native tongue. Whenever he's speaking, he's speaking lies. He's perverting and twisting the word of God. He's trying to manipulate our lives. He's trying to bring other thoughts to our, uh, to our minds that are contrary to the word of God. Jesus said in John chapter 10, 10, the thief does not come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said with his own words, I have come that they may have life and that they have it more abundantly. Amen? Hallelujah. It's important that we understand where we've come from. It's important that we understand the thread that God is threading us through in these days. We don't know how to get to the end. That's why we need him. We don't know how to orchestrate our lives for the testimony that he said we're to have. That's why we need him. And it's important that we remember where we've come from. He knows we can't get there by ourselves. He knows that through our own strength, we need his grace. I want to remind you today, remember the word on comebacks and turnarounds that's by now months and months ago. I want you to understand, Jesus said the word is spread abroad, right? Some falls on hard ground, some on rocky ground, some among thorns and thistles, and on and on and on. I want us to make sure that we understand the thread of God in these days and what he's doing, of what's on his heart. You are the apple of his eye. And every time the enemy come and to afflicts you, it's as though the enemy took a stick and jabbed it in God's eye. Do you think God is going to stand by and let that happen? He said, you are the apple of my eye. You are the one whom I love and I cherish and my eyes are focused on you. And I am planning good and not evil. Hallelujah. I want us to remember the word of comebacks and turnarounds, and that played out on a national and global scale that evening when the Super Bowl was come back from never before in overtime and won. They said that it couldn't happen, and most people gave up and went to bed, but you guys are not people who are giving up. No matter how strong the adversary is shouting or wailing, he's a liar, he's a thief, and he's a murderer. And then after that, we had the word come of the valley of dry bones in Ezekiel 37. 
And the angel of the Lord looked at Ezekiel and he said, Can these dry bones live? And he said, Only you know, Lord. And he said, I want you to start speaking to the dry bones. I want you to prophesy to the bones that they come together. Well, if you're feeling dry this morning and worn out from the battle, if you're feeling like I don't have anything else to give, the word of prophecy is coming from the word of God prophesying to the dry bones that they come together. And Ezekiel says, and all of a sudden there was a sound and a rattling and the bones came together, but there was no breath in them. And he said, son of man, prophesy that the breath comes in. And it says, and it tells us, and the four winds came from the four corners of the earth. In other words, the focus of God at that time through the power of the Holy Spirit came from every single direction for a purpose. It came to a single place. I believe that single place that is being prophesied from heaven, being, being released from heaven, is the seedbed of your heart, the seedbed of the inner person of who you are. And it says the breath came from the four winds, and it came and entered into the dry places, into that uh, army. And it says they stood up and they became a great and mighty army. Do you remember the word of Ezekiel came from the four winds? Amen? And then we had the story of Esther and Hadassah. Esther in the, in the Persian government, in a Persian world, foreign. Do you feel like you're in a dry place in this upper valley? some place that's uh, maybe forsaken. It feels like the attack on you is from some Persian foreign land that just doesn't be seem to be giving up. Well, remember we had the story of Hadassah, of Esther. She was born for a time such as this, and I declare by the word of God, you are born for a time such as this. And we heard that in that story, the enemy wanted to destroy her. The enemy wanted to take her, her rightful place as the daughter of the Most High. And it wanted to destroy her family and her lineage and her heritage. But we also know the word of God came in that day and it restored and it turned around. And we know that, that they were saved by even participating in the prayer and fasting. But we also know that the king gave authority in that day to turn around the onslaught of the, the murderous spirit that wanted to overtake them. Amen? The king is restoring today. And then we had the story of new thinking and a renewed mind. Kathy brought a word that said our minds are being renewed, that there's more to come on that. But she was downloading as much as she could before she left. Renewed mind, new thinking, thoughts that align with the Word of God, thoughts that align with what He's releasing in this day. I want you to understand that, the, that what God is doing in these days is a thread of restoration. It's a thread of the sun's arise. It's a sun of perfect love driving out fear. Amen? And then we had just last week uh, the word that came on a sound mind of thinking eternal thoughts, that we aren't here 
as a people just to think about what we're going to do this afternoon, but we, are, we live in eternity, with eternity in mind. We understand that there are places in our lives that we're sowing into right now that have an impact throughout eternity. That our lives and just gathering in this place aren't just about today. They aren't just about what's being released in this valley that you are forefronters and participators of. That what is happening is amongst the oracle, amongst the times of eternity. And so we're to think about more than just what is going on today. We're to think about heaven and we're to think about the oracles of God and the laws of God and the things he's releasing. And all of these things are the thread of God that he's been weaving in and out of our body for the last several months. And this morning, I want to remind you in, in 2 Timothy verse 1-7, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. In other translations, instead of power and love and a sound mind, it says power and love and discipline. The discipline of the Lord, as we participate with the word that is coming from heaven, we're to discipline ourselves. We're to be thinking the thoughts of God. And when the enemy opens up his, his mouth and speaks his native tongue to try and bring discouragement or to try and bring uh, something other than what God has promised, we're to, be, we're to exercise a disciplined mind. He gave us power, more power resides inside of you than your adversary has. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead on that day lives inside of you. That's the power that's being released through these scriptures. He's giving you the power of love and a sound mind. In, uh, in other translations, it was discipline, uh, discipline to instruct, to train, and correct. God is releasing the power right now for us to train our, and to break old thought patterns, to break old uh, things that we so easily fall into. I don't know about you, but for the last several months and couple of years, the spiritual battle has been more intense, and I've found myself thinking that the bad things are more likely to come and be my experience than the good things. I'm being honest. I've been thinking that when I'm faced with decisions and faced with things that I have to walk through, not of my own choosing, but they're brought in places where I must walk through and I've got to be an overcomer. And I find myself tapping into my own strength tapping into my own thought processes, which leads to death, which leads to the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And I think about, wait a minute, I am so stressed out here. Get, i got to get my thought life under control and submitted to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the discipline that 2 Timothy is talking about, the discipline of the thought life, the discipline of thinking about the word of God instead of the liar and what he's saying. He's a liar, a thief, and a murderer. And he's only capable of speaking his native tongue. These are the days. These are the days where grace comes for new beginnings. 
These are the days where God knows that we can't get to the finish line on our own. And I know that there have been so many signs and so many affirmations that grace is coming in these days to enable us to walk in areas that the Word demands us to walk in. The Word demands us to walk in the promises of God. And grace is coming to enable us to walk that kind of spiritual life of victory. But these are also days of new beginnings. You'll look back on these days and in the months and couple years ahead, and you'll look and say to yourselves, that season of time was where everything changed. That season of time was the time that I stopped thinking and agreeing with the lies of the adversary because Lonnie spoke a couple weeks ago. Stop agreeing. His word says, wherever two or three are gathered, that shall be done and agree. Amen? And he said, when you agree with the adversary, you open the door. And it's as though you're inviting him to come in and fulfill the boisterous lies that he's spearing out of his mouth. He's, uh, he can only speak lies. And so Lonnie came to encourage us on that day. He said, stop agreeing with your adversary and start agreeing with the word of God. And these are the days where the shifting of the winds of the Spirit are coming from the four winds of the earth into the seedbed of your heart to get you to think about the promises of God, to think about the heritage of God. Amen? How much different would it be for you to live your life with every decision without fear? about fear of every decision. Think about how many decisions you make based on the possible consequences. We are so riddled with the places of fear in our lives, of making sure that we don't do this or do that because the last time we did it, it turned out this way. These are the days where the Word of God is freeing us from those past places of fear. In Ephesians 4, verse 20, But you have, you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth of Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. God is releasing his word in the day that we're in, that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And it's almost like the most gigantic loudspeaker you've ever seen set up in heaven declaring, be my people, be renewed. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true holiness. Remember, the word that Chantel brought even a week ago, living with eternity in mind. You're learning to see what's invisible because it requires faith. It says without faith, it's impossible to please God. And you're learning how to exercise faith under the word of God and stand on that faith until what is not seen is seen. Whether we pray for people that are sick, whether we declare the, the, uh, the resources of heaven, if there's a physical or tangible need, whatever it is, 
We reach into the heavenly places as we did this morning and we grab onto the substance that is in heavenly places by faith, drawing it to the earth until it's manifest with natural eyes. You're experiencing an outward man that's perishing, but an inward man that's being renewed. And it's not being renewed according to our thinking and according to our personal desires. It's being renewed according to the spirit of the living God. Amen? Eternal glory. Jesus, after Jesus died, remember, the lives of the disciples was completely and totally shattered. They were convinced that Jesus was the Messiah that was going to come and overthrow the governments of the land and to restore the government to the kingdom of God. And they were certain that that was going to play out in the natural <coughs> in the natural places where they would get to walk as personal individuals. They'd given up everything. They'd given up their businesses, their lives. They'd given up their friends that they had in their hometown. And their hearts were fixed on Jesus. And then when the worst possible thing happened, the worst possible thing that they could ever imagine and even dream up within their own thoughts, that the Messiah, that Jesus, that the King of glory was dying on the cross. And instead of the governments being restored, everything now was shattered and broken. I don't know if you've felt that way, but I have. This life that I signed up for isn't turning out the way I thought it was going to turn out. And I've had to put my own selfish thoughts aside and say, God, what do you want? Make this life a glory to your name. And I've had to let go of my own thinking and my own thought processes my own expectations of what God was going to do through me and in me and around the people that I love and care about. And I've had to give it up and say, God, I'm standing on your promises. I'm standing on the prophetic word. I'm standing on the rhema word that is being released in the day. And that rhema word that's being released in our midst today is this. Jesus is declaring Perfect love drives out fear. These are the days of perfect love. These are the days. These are the days that God himself has declared war upon your adversary. These are the days where he intends on renewing your mind that we don't agree with our adversary, that we don't even struggle from day to day trying to run up the faith to be overcomers. These are the days where God said in John 3, 15, Chantel started the word off exactly with this scripture. He said, for whoever believes in me will not perish. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him and who he is and the word that he's releasing in the earth today and the thread that he's and the trail that he's blazing for us to walk in, whoever believes in Jesus and the blood and the crown that he has shall not perish, 
but have everlasting life. The everlasting life that he's speaking about isn't when you die. That's part of it. But the everlasting life is, he says, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The devil is a thief, a murderer, and a liar. This is why I have come. This is why I've come to reveal myself in the days that we're in. Jesus is saying, I am the truth, the way, and the life. In 1 John 4, 17, as I begin to close, it says, and these are the words of God being released upon his family, upon the ones that he loves. Whatever heartache you're going through, whatever, uh, whatever discouragement, God himself has risen up in these days to deal with the strong man of fear. It's one of the primary uh, positions in the spirit. It's one of the strong men. It's one of the places God is fingering by his own hand to take down. God provides the answer. Just as in the days of Pentecost with the disciples, God told the disciples, stay in the city until power comes on high. We're approaching the day of Pentecost. I want to remind you, God does the same thing over and over and over again through a different people in a different place. You have been selected as the children of God for him to pour out what he's prophesying in these days. Have you been discouraged? Have you been without hope? Have you tried to reason in your own mind how to get back on track, how to deal with the depression, how to deal with the discouragement? God himself is dealing with the strong man of fear in the day that we're in. And he says in 1 John 4, 17, there is no fear in love. God is perfect love. The fear isn't coming from the Lord. But perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. God is not a father who enjoys his children being tormented day and night. That's not his heart that's being released in this day that we're in. But he who fears has not yet been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. And so the scripture that's being released in our love, in our lives today, is perfect love, casting out fear. And this morning there was a cry in the spirit to find the quiet place again and to touch him and to know him. It's in that places that the renewed mind takes place. It's in those places where we become strong and mighty. I want to remind you what your heritage of the Lord is. You have a heritage. You have a, you have a promise. The heritage of the Lord are upon the sons and the daughters in the day that we're in. And Isaiah proclaimed in 54 what the heritage of the Lord was. And he said, No weapon formed against you will prosper. Every single tongue that rises up against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We send your word out upon our family this morning, those that are sick among us, and we declare your blood is stronger. Your word is stronger. And we break the power of sickness. We break the power of fear. I declare, Father, that your word goes out into the highways and the byways, just as the snow and the rain come down from heaven and water the earth, so too will it go out 
it produces seed for the sower and bread for the eater, and so too is the word of God. It doesn't return void. It's not my word. It's his word. And his word goes out today in the power of his name to destroy every place of fear, to, to destroy sickness and disease. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So all the moms, again, as we just close here and wrap up our day, uh, be blessed. And uh, if, you, if your mom isn't here, take one of the roses and give it to her. And uh, have an awesome day. Kathy and Lonnie will be back uh, June 5th. So uh, they're in good health, good spirits. Again, they send their blessings upon you. They may be absent from us in, in form, but they're not absent in spirit. They're not absent in prayer. They're not absent in petitioning the Lord to release his favor and love upon us. Amen. So have an awesome day. Be blessed. God bless you, all the moms. And uh, go forth in the power of his strength.